The Dream 3 Podcast, episode number 45. Our football team sucks, so let's talk about it. The Dream 3 Podcast is back in your life after a couple weeks off. Welcome back, Neil. Couldn't join us last time when we had Josh on to talk a little soccer. Um, obviously work gets in the way, life gets in the way, but we're back, we're talking and we're talking about how bad our football teams both suck, the Colts and the Rams. Let's, let's open up with, uh, with you, Caleb. So if I remember correctly, I texted you an hour before kickoff, you guys were playing the chiefs at home. Yes. And I said, Colts are going to win today. (laughs) I said, let's bet. And we bet. Yeah, we did. And I won. You did. So I owe you uh, something. And uh, what I've been looking for. Uh, I would prefer a bag of dildos if you have them. Okay. I can I can work on that. Um, I think I found a, uh, a nice hobby box for you. So <laughs> once it arrives, I will send it over. A hobby box <laughs> of 1991 Pro Set Hockey. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love me some pro set hockey. So, yeah, you need to text me more often. Uh, let me know that the Colts are going to win um, because obviously. Well, I told you the Bengals were going to win, too. So here's the problem. You tell me these teams are going to win. I believe it. The problem is none of my parlay bets hit. None of them. I'm like one leg well, I told you. I told you the Bengals were going to win, and I liked mixing to score a touchdown. But that's the only thing I said. I only bet on Thursday night games, so uh, I'll be betting. I'll be betting tomorrow night some parlays. Um, you can't bet in Ohio, right? I can't. No, no. I can only play like DraftKings for like fantasy stuff. Okay, okay. Which sucks. So it's I'll have to send you. So I'll have to send you the parlays for tomorrow night, and you're gonna have to tell me which ones are the the go tours. Same same game parlays. Obviously, the Colts. I'm gonna Brock. I'm gonna go with what's the what's the over under. Um. Let's see. I use uh, FanDuel, so the over/under for tomorrow night. I know I have a gambling problem. Just log me back in. It's not a gambling problem if you win. Just remember that, folks. <laughs> Here's call one eight hundred gambling if you do have a problem, though. So the over/under is forty-two and a half. <clears throat> I bet. I bet it goes under. Goes under forty-two, and so under is minus one twelve. Uh, the money line is the Broncos minus 172, the Colts plus 144. The spread is three and a half uh, minus Broncos plus Colts. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It, it really, looking at this, the only thing that seems anything appealing to me is the over-under, and that would be the under on that because both teams are terrible. Oh, it's tr- trash. Uh Matt Ryan. But other than that, I wouldn't touch that game. I I, I, I that hope Dujanay's in here to to listen. But Matt Ryan is older Carson Wentz. That dude has fumbled the ball ten times in four games. He can't. He de- doesn't have an offensive line to protect him, even though it's the highest paid offensive line in the league. Um, you got a guy, and I said this sitting in the stands. You have. Danny Pinter from Ball State University playing right guard. Here's the problem. You don't draft guys from Ball State University to play (laughs) 
offensive line in the NFL. You draft nobody out of the MAC to play offensive line. You stick to your Alabamas, your Oklahomas, your big time schools, your USC's. Uh, Prior, whatever his first name is. I don't think that guy could block me coming around the edge. Old man Matt Ryan's going to turn to dust by the end of the season. He he has never been the same since 28 to 3. Never been the same. It, he, well, he doesn't have time to throw the ball. And I would put most of it on his shoulders, but I'd put like the bulk of it on Frank Wright's no play call on ass. Like Frank Wright is proving without a shadow of a doubt that how smart and how methodical Nick Sirianni is. And you can see that with the Eagles right now and how bad of a play caller Frank Reich is. Like, I hate to say it, screen passes do not work in the NFL. They never have. They never will. For the Indianapolis Colts, a quick stop-and-go screen for a wide receiver does not work. A screen to Jonathan Taylor out of the backfield does not work. Quit doing it. Throwing a a running back draw on third and 12. Stop it. Jonathan Taylor's not going to run for 65 yards every single run. He can't even get past the line of scrimmage this year. And I took him number one overall in my fantasy team. I, yeah. I will say I did too in my other league. I did not expect the Colts to be this bad. So bad. So bad. But I, but I can't believe Ursay hasn't blown the thing up yet. But it is only week four. Well, week five now. Are you saying I'm overreacting? I I am saying because the Colts play in a weak ass division, you still have a chance to make the playoffs and make competitive games. They looked bad last year too. Yeah, I saw a stat something like the Colts are like fifteen and fifteen and thirty, and the first half of the season with Frank Wright and on the backside, they're like 39 and 14. Yep. So second half, team, which, which sucks, but it, the owners, Jim Mercy has to be, you know, livid. Like it's the same thing every year. Same thing every but, year. But it, doesn't Ursa have to take a little bit of the blame? Cause he's the one that's signing the checks. But He's the one cutting the checks. Ballard in charge, who's not who, you have the most money in free agency the last two years. How many big name free agents have we gotten with money? I mean, honestly, the best one you had was Philip Rivers. Yeah. Yep. But but it's the same. And he where, couldn't throw the ball more than 20 yards. It's five quarterbacks in five years, like Naheem Hines said. I mean, you're learning a new quarterback every single year. That's you know tough for anybody who's catching the ball, running the ball because everybody's different. Chris Ballard, oh well, you know if we find a guy, we'll we'll sign him. Like, dude, Julio Jones was out there, Odell's still out there. Like veteran wide receivers, we don't have a guy. Could have got Garoppolo this year. We could have got anybody. We got Enik Ngakwe. That's it. That was our big time signing. Which yeah. don't get me wrong, Ngakwe's a good player, but he's not. Our pass rush hasn't done anything this year. Quiddy Pay, who I think is another miss on Ballard's, you know, draft picks. I don't think he's drafted well. He's, I, we think about it like we picked Rocky Sin over DK Metcalf. Debo yeah. Samuel is still on the board. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm. No, you're right. I mean, 
you guys haven't drafted well since uh, good old Bill Polian. Yeah, not for a long time. But enough about my team. I mean, Matt Stafford on your team's going back to okay. Matthew Goff. <sighs> Number one, he has, a, what is it, 11 years of playing for the Detroit Lions and just mediocrity under his belt. So it's hard to break those 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 structures in your brain. It's hard to realize, oh, you're playing for a good team. Hey, you don't have to try and be Mr. Man like you did in Detroit. You have all these other talented individuals who can help you win. So part of that is Stafford just being, you know, Detroit Lions Stafford. But When we play the 49ers, we are like, it's like we just poop ourselves. Yeah. Like a little toddler. We just said, poop, we're just done. We just, we just give up. We just give up. And it's embarrassing, but at the same time, it's week four. We're two and two. We play Dallas. We know Dallas likes to just suck it when they, you know, play a meaningful game and they like to blow it. So, of course, it's not a primetime game, which means I don't have to worry about Stafford screwing it up. He's playing the afternoon game against maybe Dak Prescott. We know Dak can't win a game either, so I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, I'm feeling Dak, like three and two. I'm not. There's no panic meter. We just won a Super Bowl. Yada yada yada. The NFC isn't strong, so we just have to make the playoffs. That's all I care about. We make the playoffs. We got another shot. That's what it yeah. comes down to. I mean, there's a lot of panic going on. Um, but Cooper Rush has been balling out. Yeah, they should have paid him, not Dak Prescott. So is there a quarterback controversy or no? No, there, there probably isn't just because, you know, Jerry likes Jerry's boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, what is this, year seven for Dak? Yeah. What's what's his contract through? Twenty four, four or twenty five. I I don't know if he stays longer than that. Uh, so speaking of contracts, what about Lamar Jackson? Obviously playing, banking on himself. He's balling. Dude's balling. Trying to get that big time check. If I were him, I would be, you know, during your bye week, try and you, you lock down that contract. But if you play it through, and let's say, let's say the Ravens don't offer him a contract, you know, are you jumping to the first team that offers you that money? Well, I mean, what better team is out there that's going to offer him more money that he can go and win at, or but have a better? Play, so, like McAfee said, only certain teams can afford. Certain owners can afford that kind of money. Are the Ravens one of them? I think they can offer him his whatever he wants. If he wants forty million, I think you pay him forty million. Well, he wants. He wants. He's a, not worth Mahomes' money. No, but he wants more than Deshaun. That's fair. I, after he has I, an MVP, Deshaun doesn't. Deshaun's yeah. not playing right now. He is. True. So I think that's fair. What did Deshaun get? Thirty-five, something like that. North of thirty-five. A year, yeah. Something pay him. Just pay him. It's backloaded. It, that offense is built perfectly around Lamar. Why would you want to 
Uh, part of this is maybe us not understanding the concept of being a millionaire and just getting your money and getting the bag when you get a chance. Yeah. But ultimately, after you get your money, what do you want to do? If you haven't won, what do you do? You want to win. Well, if you look at the Indianapolis Colts, after you get your money, you just don't play worth a damn, Quentin Nelson. Uh, yes, that too. T.Y. Hilton. Oh, thank God he's old and he's never coming back. Yeah. You play um, no, it's tough. Dollars. I think Lamar deserves his money. Jalen Hurts probably deserves a contract. Jalen Hurts? Gets... Oh, dude, the Eagles are... We talked about this. I talked about this. We've, we've talked about this. For what three months that this was they were going to roll through the first four games. Yep. And they rolled through the first four games. Yep. And then I was like, after that, it gets a little dicey. But but right now that team is like special teams, defense, offense. They all look good. Who's your biggest surprise on the upside team this year? Um, I would say Jacksonville. Because you think about it, they're two and one, and they were up fourteen three on Philly in Philly. That's 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 light years of improvement from the Urban Meyer disaster. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And now, do I think they're going to go ten and seven or eleven and six? No, because I think I think they're not that good. I think they're just they're. Their schedule was easy to start. Kind of well, I wouldn't say it's easy, but they've just played well. Eventually, injuries are going to hit them. Once injuries hit them, it becomes a lot more difficult. I'm gonna stick in the NFC East there. The Giants. Do you expect the Giants to be three and one? I, that's not gonna last long. I mean, Danny Dimes is pull, such, pull up their schedule. Who do they have next? Such a 50 50 uh, quarterback. The Giants have next four games. Next four games is the Packers loss, the Ravens loss, the Jaguars probably a loss, and the Seahawks. Okay, so they go three and one, or they go one and three one in that three. stretch. So they're sitting at four and four. That's about what I would. Uh, that's above what I would expect they would be at, but that's I mean, at that point, I mean the Eagles are going to be probably six and two or seven and one, maybe eight and zero. Oh. The uh -oh. Cowboys probably are five and three, six and two, or something like that. And then they're four and four, which is mediocrity. But they do have Saquon back, so. A healthy Saquon probably makes them a little more dangerous for as yeah. long as he's healthy. Okay, speaking of health, I got two topics we'll talk about health. Obviously, we'll let's talk about the big one second. First one, because I want to ask your opinion on it, and I, I've already asked Tommy's opinion on it. JJ Watt coming out and saying he went to a he went into AFib and had to get his heart restarted and then is playing the same week. As yeah. a medical professional, WTF? Um, so there, there are certain cases in which you can go into kind of AFib, and it sometimes can be pretty, like, how do I put this? 
pretty minor in, of an issue. Like it could just be like an essay node, having an essay node issue where you go in, you run an ablation, they get it done and you're back next week. Um, I had a soccer player a few, year, few years ago who had kind of the same issue. They went in an ablation, she was done playing, or she was able to play the next week and now she's playing college soccer. So um, from that aspect, um, it can be a minor issue. I, I don't know all the, I, I don't know the inside issue on what, what exactly happened, but there, there are circumstances where it's not that significant. Uh, what Tommy say? Uh, but kind of what you said, he said there's some, some instances where it could just be like a minor thing and, mm -hmm. and people could play through it. I'm thinking if my heart's skipping beats or whatever, maybe I should probably just take my money and go home. Uh, at his state in his career, he's got nothing to prove. He hasn't completed a season in who knows how long. Yeah. Like he's, a, he's a non-factor anymore. Agreed. He's not the JJ Watt. He was f five years ago. Just walk um, it off, bro. Go home. It's okay. Part of that, I think is when you lose Chandler Jones, you lose an ability to create pass rush. So if you have J.J. Watt who's able to do anything, he's the only thing that you have to game plan for. Yes. When you have J when you have J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, now you can you, you can game plan for one, but if you do, you still leave yourself open on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're, honestly, you're kind of seeing that with the Rams. Um, they're not getting much of a pass rush outside of Aaron Donald. The so they you triple team Aaron Donald, you bring in one guy to block the other tackle and the two ends and you're fine. It sounds like it's like the Colts. You have DeForest in the middle. He gets plugged up. Quiddy pay can't pass rush on the outside and, and yep. Godway's kind of hit or miss the other defensive tackle. It's Taekwon Lewis, but he's so undersized. He shouldn't be in there anyway. He's a defensive end. Yep. So yeah. yeah you right. almost have to have two. You almost have to have two good pass rushers now to really create pressure because yeah. over, otherwise you can overload one side and, it takes away. Yeah. All right. Our other injury, obviously the Tua situation. Homeboy got blasted and yeah. then said his was his back locking up, which <laughs> I don't yeah. – as somebody who's had some concussions, I, I've never had stumbled like that with my back locking up. Agreed. Um, I, so I put it this way to Craig and Tommy. Have you ever seen the movie Any Given Sunday? Yes. So the doc, the team doctor, is like, uh, oh, I think something's, I think something's hurt. Ah, oh, you'll be fine. Just give him a shot and get out there. And, and uh, the the lead actor is like peeing blood and stuff like that. And or Shark, who oh, I'm I'm one tackle away from from a million dollars. Well, the next tackle might kill him and the head trainer's like, ah, just let him go out there. He's living his dream. So that's kind of how I feel. And I could probably ask Chris about this, but I got a feeling that some team doctors are pretty easily swayed into letting a player go back on the field. Now with the concussion, you obviously have to go through a third party neuro guy. Yeah, it's an independent neurologist employed by the NFL. So how does he, with all the signs that we see, like Pat McAfee said, I might not have a ton of concussions, 
but I know kind of what a concussion looks like. How does that guy come back on the field for the second half, very next game, doesn't have the same impact on the whiplash, but still gets tossed down and is out like he just got hit by John Jones? Yeah. Um, <laughs> number one, there's a reason why that independent neurologist no longer has a job. Mm-hmm. He's fired. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, number that that's the first thing. The second thing, I don't know how the rest of the medical staff of the Miami Dolphins have their jobs or any of the team doctors um, for allowing that to happen. It, regardless of the independent neurologist, you're employed for your specific team and you allowed that to happen. Um, it's terrible. Now, I just saw, saw something today posted on a news article from the one of the um, – leading uh, um, neurosurgeons, neurologists who did the first study on CTE. Yeah, the guy that uh, uh, the movie was made after. Yeah, one of them. I I don't know if it was him or not. I'll have to look in that a little bit. I just briefly read over it. Um, But the headline was, you know, he thinks that Tua should not play football again. Seeing seeing these two things, seeing these back to back incidences happen to him, if if it were me, and I've been paid already, I don't know if I would sacrifice that for the. If I have a family and kids, I I don't think I would be playing football anymore. And I I, I respect it if you want to go and hustle and make a career out of yourself and you're willing to die on the field for the sake of playing football. Great. That's not my choice. That's not what I hope my kids choice is. And I, I think sometimes you just have to maybe take a step back and realize, you know, you had a hip dislocation that should have ended your career. You could have almost ended your career with the second hit. You know, how many more, how many more, potential career enders are you going to take before your body's like, okay, I'm done too. You know? So, so my question or my rebuttal to that, um, you know, we've seen dudes get molly whopped on the field, such as that, you know, back in the nineties, the two thousands, you know, concussions were, Unless you were knocked out cold and got stretched off the field, you were more likely coming back in to yep. the game. Nowadays, you know, you see a guy get starched like Tua did. And you question, why do you come back? Or how does somebody let you go back out there? My rebuttal, Chuck Liddell. How do you let a guy who's been knocked out cold five times in a row keep going back into the ring where for you to be able to fight you have to go through extensive medical testing to even well, we've learned license. we've learned the medical testing for the nfl is a joke that's how they got back and that's I how two got back in the first place well so uh, can you trust you can you can you without a shadow of a doubt feel like your medical staff is reliable enough I mean, for it's, you? It's the same medical staff that's giving every single player a shot of Toradol on Tuesday. And or the day of the game. Day of the game, yeah. Yeah. It's it, no, I 
they, uh, it's not it's not about safety and well-being of the, of, of the course not the and no. the other the other part of it is it's about money everything's always about money dollars dollars make sense yep to if the player you know flat football's being turned into flag football it's not the same football that we grew up playing my stance is you know exactly what you signed up for to do this. If I knew part of, you know, I'm going to be less of a human being at the end of my career. Like the idea of you being a professional athlete is your body is your profession. So look at any professional athlete and tell me that they don't suffer from injuries, from breakdowns, from whatever, because of the toll they put on their body. Football, yeah, just because it's the last well, gladiator sport. You got to remember, though, you can you can replace knees, you can replace shoulders, you can replace ankles, you can replace name your body part. Now, we, we can't replace a brain. Once it starts to degenerate, once it starts to deteriorate. From subconcussive blows, CTE, repetitive trauma, you only get one. You can't replace it. So I understand that from a physical side of things. From here down, from here up is a different story. Can't replace that. Everything else is replaceable. Replace your spine. Fuse your spine. Do it L. Doesn't matter. Can't replace your brain. That's where the difference is. It's a tough situation because you say, obviously, you can replace knees, but does that mean you're ever going to be the same again? Because now, no, no, but that's that. That's I mean, you're I'm. You may be willing to pay the price for for a knee. You know, your knee may be jacked up, and you might be hobbling around for the rest of your life. But would you? Well, let me ask you. Would you rather have hobble around on a a bionic knee or would you rather be brain dead for the rest of your life? What am I feel like you don't know what you're doing? What am I getting paid? The same amount. Wow. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, Tua doesn't have another contract. So he's got his what? $20 million for being a first round pick and a $10 million signing bonus. All he has to do is get to his fourth year, which yeah. Yeah. Cause the second one's his big money contract. Yeah, and he's on his third year, yeah. right? Second? Second year? Second year? Second. Yeah, second. So, I mean, that's what I'm telling you. If you got, if you're not an idiot with your money, you just take your money and you go. I mean, Andrew Luck's happy, and he's still, yeah, his body might be a little broken down, but. He's lucky that Jim Irsay let him keep the hundred billion because he didn't have to. That's true, but at the same time, he also had enough money to start with that it really wasn't. He's also the smartest dude in the room. He's not like most of these NFL players. Well, I don't think Tua though is a dumb guy. No, I no, I don't think he's a dumb guy, and I don't think he's a a guy who's going to go out and blow all his money either. I don't think he was that kind of person to begin with. Mm-hmm. So. I, it's a tough question. It's a tough question. 
I, I don't, I just don't know what the answer is. I know what my answer would be, but I've been, I've been carted off fields. Yeah, I know that. I don't remember. There's a couple games I don't remember. Hmm? Um, I don't think I had anything major in college. Let me ask you, if you couldn't remember your son's name every day and you struggled with that, do you think that's worth it? Uh, No. Okay. That's where it comes to me. But if I had an unlimited bank account, I could call that sucker Joey all day long. <laughs> uh, Joey, come over here. I'm drooling again. Yeah. Help come me here, out. Billy Bob, whatever your name is. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Enough sad talk. Other sports coming up. F1. We'll, we'll touch on this real quick. Max Verstappen is going to win it at some point this year. We might as well lock up that thing, move on to 2023. Um, That's all we have to say about that. Basketball is, what, three weeks away, two weeks away? Three weeks away, and let's be honest, the Lakers are going to suck. They probably will. Pacers are going to suck. Brooklyn's going to implode like normal. Like, I just feel like the hype is all – not the hype, but the eyes are all on football. It's – and we talk about this all the time, especially relating to cards. It feels like nobody's looking at basketball anymore. There's, yeah, agreed. I think there's um, a small, a small minority of people buying, you know, prospecting basketball, but people are still buying football out the wazoo. I mean, I thought some cards were going to drop, but like Jalen Hurts just continues to keep climbing. Dude, I put a I've put a bulk of my collection up for sale, and people are just diving on football. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's a good I mean, time I to sold, be in the football market. I sold all my preseason football cards literally the week of the first yeah. game, and I don't touch football once the season starts just because I like to watch football and yeah, I don't like invest until I figure out who's actually has a chance. But it's it's hot. It's driving the market. It's driving the market. It's yeah. Ton tons of money. Tons of money going in basketball. I don't know if it will get. It's just it's not driving the market anymore. No, uh, but did you see that uh, uh, mosaic road to Qatar dropped? Yes. Uh, yeah. So soccer, I think we'll see some some big moves here soon with world cup mm-hmm. um there's some nice panini sets that are coming out and then mbappe first mbappe autos even the stickers like the the sticker sets have been huge and i was talking with josh and uh like the messy sticker one of one was pulled the ronaldo sticker one of one and those are selling for twenty thirty thousand dollars yeah raw yeah so soccer and we've been saying this all year especially being a world cup year was this is kind of where our preseason or beginning of the year thought was going into when we were thinking of our cards and you know i have a ton of soccer and josh is obviously loaded with soccer yeah um and if if you've really been studying obviously the big five are going to sell like normal but there's some 
some plays and some names that if you can jump in early, you know, Josh is moving, you know, 10 times what he's buying stuff for, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there is some definite, there, soccer is such a huge market just from a global perspective, not necessarily from a hobby perspective, but from a global perspective, it's a huge following mm-hmm. that the hobby is starting to kind of will pick up on it always does it picks up on the new thing and the new thing this year will be the world cup and it'll pick up on that i will, will say in addition to this holland have you paid any attention to the epl yeah he's done pretty well he had what three hat tricks and yeah so holland right now is 11 goals away from passing the last year's golden boot winner who had i think 24 goals 28 goals or something like that so he's he is 11 goals away and he's got 30 matches 30 plus matches left which means at, and he's scoring at a rate of like 1.9 goals per game yep at this rate he's going to set in his first year in the premier league he's going to set the record for most goals the dude is unreal He's unreal, unreal. That's and it's why, sad because you don't get to see him play in the World Cup. Yes. But he is driving his own market right now. Well, he is. And well, and he's sold or sold. He has an exclusive rights deal with Leaf, autograph deal with Leaf, which is kind of funny and tough at the same time. Yeah. I just hope my boy uh Mufoku gets shipped to the Premier League and balls out because I have that three of ten that I have listed for twenty grand and I just need somebody to freaking – he's a prospect, boys. Hey, all you need him to do is ball out, get a get a, get get bought, get on loan, something, and all of a sudden he's worth – He's do 17. You ever, Let him ball. Do you, um, do you turn your eBay to international shipping? Yes. You do? Okay. Because I know there's a big market over in Europe. Like I've shipped, I've shipped a bunch of Mbappe's over to Europe over the. I ship a ton, so I I know they go over because obviously they have the. Uh, I'll get the when I print out the shipping, it's like ship my cards or or yeah. whatever those people use. Yeah. But yes, yes, I ship internationally. Yes, there's big international market over in Europe. A yeah. lot of German. I get a lot of German. I've had a lot of German like buyers. So, and so, buyers. Uh, so speaking of, so me and Josh bought some. Uh, Josh found some stickers, some first-year stickers that he wanted to go in on with me, and they were cheap. They were three uh, Timo Warners, who plays for Chelsea. Yeah. And German. He's a German striker. Yep. And three, three Kai Havertz. Okay. Now, these are rookie stickers. This is before his first card. So bought them, I think, they were 14, 14 bucks for three of them. So ended up paying thirty something dollars, shipped over here, sent them to SGC. Uh, let's see, Kai Havertz is a nine, an eight and a half, and an eight. Timo is a nine, seven, and six. The Havert nine is like five hundred, six hundred dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. But to buy like, and this guy just has all these stickers for fourteen dollars, and. I kind of just want to buy them all. Speaking of SGC, real quick, did my first sub with uh, Aaron at Slapstocks. Yeah. Uh, 
unbelievable time. I think that they're already starting to head back to Aaron three to five day turnaround, which that's quick. You know, you know, Ryan does a great job and they're about three to four weeks. So three to five days with the exact same time. But Doesn't he only Aaron drop those off in person. I think so. And he only, he does two subs a month. He does it on the 15th and the 30th. Okay. So the only downside is you have to log in all your cards yourself, which yeah. whatever, I don't take too long, but uh, yeah, if if these turn out well, I might just keep going through him. Yeah, I uh, just subbed. Well, submitted some cards out for grading um, to BGS for Donalds, Aaron Donalds. Some some decent sized cards that I've mm-hmm. been holding for quite some time that I just never thought about getting graded, and I think it's just time to. To put those in slabs. Yeah. You've seen them. They're uh it's a decent chunk of change, so we'll see, it see is. how they turn out. They'll be nice. And uh it's kinda like <laughs> looking at Jared's uh Trevor Lawrence, he got back the uh the Nike patch auto. Yeah. Oh. The ten ten, yeah. The ten ten. He put it on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. He dirty. sent me that yesterday and I was dirty. Yeah, a flawless and a ten and a PSA ten ten is a ten ten flawless thick card. Yeah, especially with a of five Nike swoosh. All right, since we're in cards, and I'm going to ruin your weekend since uh, you're not going to be able to make it. But the Midwest Monster is Friday and Saturday. Yes, yes, I I won't make it. I thought I was going to be able to, but we've had a lot going on here. And it's hard to get away with games on the weekends. So, um, are you going? You, it, I will go. I'm going to go Friday. I think me okay. and Josh are going to go Friday because Saturday is Stacy's birthday. So obviously, I can't go then. Um, yeah. But ten bucks, three hundred seventy-five tables. The big card, big guys from Mojo to Ryan to uh, RibQ Seven to you know all the all the big hitters that you see are out there plus some local guys when yeah. I, we went the last time it was very well run very well organized great selection um was able to make deals i got that larry zonka and that uh sammy sosa game used yeah. um they had a lot of nice stuff and, and cards memorabilia helmets all the shebang bang so i think the midwest monster is our version of the national. Like if you can't make it to the national, if you can't go to Atlantic city, Cleveland, Chicago, whatever, you know, if, if Andy keeps doing this Midwest monster, maybe twice, twice a year, one in the spring, one in the fall, you know, and we keep growing this and growing this and growing this. I think it's going to be huge. I mean, you got three seventy-five tables right now who says we can't rent the convention center out downtown and have, a thousand tables or 2000 tables. You know, we've, I think Ryan's talked about this on his podcast a little bit, but, and we've talked about this a little bit. Indianapolis has a huge space for. They have, so the, obviously the convention center downtown, um, you know, I'm there for Comic-Con. I'm there for PRI. I'm there for, you know, that, space alone puts shame to the Chicago Convention Center because you and me yeah. were there. You and me were there for, for the Chicago National. 
Yeah. Indianapolis, multiple things. One, it's walking distance to everywhere and you don't have to walk outside. Correct. It's all indoors. It's all indoors. Two, the space is twice the size. Yes. Huge. Absolutely massive. So uh, the, the hotels are all within a and block. They're, and they're all connected underground tunnel, over the top skywalk, wherever yep. you have food, hotel, and never have to walk outside if you know where you're going. Yep. So there's got, a mall directly attached to it. There's the mall, there's Lucas Oil Stadium, everything's yep. attached. So, yep. you know, I don't know. I don't know how the contract with the national works or who, you know, owns, does all that, but I don't know. You're not going to get it in LA. It's kind of like the, the, the athletic or not the athletic, the uh, Atlantic city deal. Atlantic city is a crap town. It is It's on the East coast. So get in the West coast guys to go over as a pain in the ass. It's just like, if you did it in LA, it's going to get all the East coast guys to fly to LA. LA is a crap town. Now I'm not saying Indianapolis is, is great by any means. I mean, we, we do murder a lot of people, but having everything so interconnected where you could hold it in the winter, in the summer and whatever, and have everything in walking distance. That's why the Super Bowl is so great. That's why PRI has their show every year and SEMA at one point, which is basically the second PRI, you know, was going to move everything to Indianapolis. So, it would be great, but if the Midwest Monster keeps doing what it's doing, maybe you just rent out one side of the convention center. Yeah, you could probably do that. I and think there's plenty of space. There'd be plenty of space. You'd get more vendors. You'd get make more. it a three day show, kind of like Dallas. Yeah, I think that's. I think it'll grow too. I think so too. I think Andy's Andy does cool. a really good job. He's yeah. He, it, it 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 definitely has that, especially if you do it like twice a year. You could definitely generate enough there. Hundred percent, yeah, definitely would be there a lot, spending all the monies. Yes, all would be great. I need to, I need to get to a card show. I'm, I've been itching and itching and itching to get one, and it's tough. It's tough. All right, let's transition. Last thing, who's hot? Who's not? We're in week five. We're essentially a little over, not quite a, not quite over a quarter, but we're at a quarter of the way through the season. At this point, who who are our top three players to watch out for to buy, and maybe who are or to watch and, and hold? Who are our top three that you definitely want to just sell, sell now, and um, just do away with? I can start if you want. Go ahead. Okay, number one. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think when at this point in the season, we've kind of seen offensively and defensively who are strong. I think from the Bills' perspective, Josh Allen is kind of doing his normal play down to your opponent type games. Um, he's what? Were they three and one and should have been two and two essentially? Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really high on Josh Allen. I think he just kind of is Josh Allen. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes has shown that he is absolutely the real deal, regardless of Tyreek Hill on the field. 
he orchestrates that offense. He went into Tampa. Granted, when you fumble on the opening kickoff and you give Patrick Mahomes the ball on the 20-whatever-yard line and they score right off the bat, it changes the game. But Patrick Mahomes, other than the, the week against the Colts, has shown that he is absolutely as dominant as ever, and that hasn't changed anything. And on defensively, they've looked pretty good for the most part. Um, they have a front four. They have good linebackers. And from a secondary perspective, they look a little better than they did last year. So we'll see if they can keep that going. That's number one. Um, number two, Jalen Hurts. They might they might be the number one overall seed in all of football at the end of the year. Offensively, defensively, special teams. They look really good, and Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball as good as anyone. He's running the ball. He's throwing the ball. He looks great. Um, it, I think that you, you could still buy you could still buy on buy in on Jalen Hurts and have the potential for him to be an MVP candidate. I think that's still an option. Um, third, um, somebody who I think has still the chance to continue to be hot, win of division, make it to the playoffs, and then maybe have some some I don't know some kind of run. I think I have to go at this point with Lamar Jackson. He looks absolutely just playing out of his mind. He wants his money, um, and he's doing everything to win and keep that team alive. If they could just win rather than lose some of these stupid games, uh, they could very well have been 4-0. I mean, they've played well enough to win those games. Um, so, yeah, Lamar Jackson, those would be my, my three. Okay, uh, three for me, I will go – Lamar Jackson, obviously, like you said, playing lights out. Um, unbelievable play. He's going to make his money. Two, I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. I still think there's a good value there. Um, a lot of people were down on T-Law coming into the season. He seems to be picking it up and sh- proving that he's, you know, he's a good quarterback. Um, yeah. The Urban Meyer That's team. Right. The Urban Meyer team was not a reflection of him. It was, you know, more of the circumstances he was in. So I think he's a good quarterback. Um, my sleeper pick that I think people need to be investing in, Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett has been doing some good things. Um, is he raw? Absolutely. But for the value buy, I mean, you got a 2021 select Kenny Pickett rookie card at PSA 10 selling for $1,500 right now. Here's I have one question. Is he a good buy now or is he a good buy also at the end of the season for next year? I think both. Because let's say he has a mediocre season. Yeah. Let's say he you know, let's say he goes Jameis Winston numbers. Let's say he goes 30-30 or something stupid. It's lower than that, whatever. Then you say, okay, well, he's got his first year under his belt. What does everybody look for? Not just the rookie explosion year. Can he produce in the second year? Yep. That's where the money's made on the cards. It's not it's grab all the rookies you can. Year two, year three, when they excel, that's where you make your percentage. It's fair. So Kenny Pickett, I think, is your your sleeper investor. Buy it now before it gets to a possible Patrick Mahomes type level. 
Well, I don't know if we're getting Pat. Well, I'm not saying. But like, maybe he's this year's. Maybe he's this year's like Trey or uh, not Trey Lance, but like preseason, you know, Trey Lance or or Justin or not just Fields, Jalen Hurts, Tua. Maybe he's like that. You know, mm-hmm. picks up more steam as he goes into next year with a healthier team. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Cool. Okay, who's not? Um, Number one, the kid who uh, currently probably doesn't even know where he's at right now. So Tua, um, Tua sell sell it all. Yeah, take yeah. I I mean at this point, well, if you're in heavy on Tua, you might just want to hold, just hope that he gets back. But if you're not in heavy and you're in real cheap, maybe you just take what you can get out of this and you just move on. Because it's not looking good. Um, it, it's I I don't know the I I I don't know what's going to happen with Tua. I don't. Number two, uh, Trey Lance. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, sell sell that one. But I will say maybe there's an opportunity midway through the year to start buying him. Uh, because it's because not like Jimmy so G is low. great. Yeah, it's not like Jimmy G's great. If they make the playoffs and they don't win a Super Bowl, you're talking about, okay, Trey Lance is a back off ankle surgery, kind of like Dak Prescott after he broke his ankle. They come back. He's got a good team. They're one more year of experience. Maybe he's got a shot there. You know, you never know. Um, And then lastly, uh, who's not? uh, I'm going to go with... um, Sorry to say this, uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's Trash. injuries, bad team. You know, I like I, some people like to invest in football and running backs. Um, just right now, I, he's like, not. It's sell, sell, fan- sell, yeah, sell, he's yeah, sell, sell, sell. Yeah, fantasy. Try and get rid of him, um, and then I'll throw in. I'll just throw in another one. Uh, a sell, a sell at this time. Uh, I think you could sell. You could probably, if you if you wanted to sell off, you could probably sell Justin Herbert. I'm not sure where that's going. That train is going. A lot of injuries to the O line. He's banged up. You know, if you made money, sell now. It's, as you move into the, I'm going to tell you right now, as you move into the middle of the season, a lot of stuff's going to cool off, unless your name is whoever the MVP three MVP candidates are so if you're not one of those three you know sell off buy again in a, in the middle of the season and then try for maybe a playoff push just guess i uh, so i'll i'll just throw out kind of um some kind of random ones not really random but for us idiots who still have some of those cards um If you're an idiot like me and who still has a Baker Mayfield uh, rookie <laughs> auto, yeah, I'm going to get point. like 10 bucks out of that thing now. I can't get anybody to even look at it. Okay. Baker Mayfield, trash. Proven trash. Keeps getting opportunities. Trash. Like, dog, you're so bad. Uh, yes. Two. Exactly. Two. Let's go a little Vegas Dave, Derek Carr. 
Remember all that hype that we were given the Raiders preseason, Devontae Adams and this and that. Derek Carr is dirty brown trash water. Yeah. No, that's Absolutely a good one. Absolutely dog water. Yeah. Uh, three. Going to be controversial when I say this, but I don't believe, I'm not believing in him this year. Aaron Rodgers. Say I Aaron like Rodgers. No. If you got Aaron Rodgers, this is your time to sell right now. Sell it now. Get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, because you know he's going to just disappoint you when the first week of the playoffs comes. Yes. Yeah. Well, even, even that, like, you know, he's not didn't have the team around he's throwing to a bunch of nobodies which a good quarterback should make a bunch of nobodies you know yeah somebody. like tom brady but like you said he's going to disappoint you week one which brings me to another sleeper pickup same division justin fields it's an interesting buy he's shown some he, he's got a bomb he's just got he can play a, a little bit i he, just don't trust the bears organization to play exactly could you put them in a could you put justin fields in a better organization ship him to carolina maybe maybe justin fields is kind of this danny dimes kind of thing going stuck on. in a bad place stuck in a bad place and finally is starting to you know get some talent around him that he can play with and healthy individuals and now maybe he's doing something with that. He's got the arm talent. He's got the mobility. He's got the playmaking ability. He just doesn't have a team. Speaking of, hey, why are you guys paying Allen Robinson $45 million for two targets and seven yards? I talked, I talked with Jared about this yesterday. The moment that we traded Robert Woods away to Tennessee for a whatever fourth or fifth round fourth pick fifth. was the dumbest move we could have made because <laughs> – out what what you don't see and and Jared brought this up too. There's a reason why people like Mercedes Lewis. Do you know who Mercedes Lewis is? Tight yeah, end. Played tight, tight end for the Jaguars. Packers. Now he's still with the Packers. Yeah. Yep. And he's been in the league for I don't know twelve 13, years. Thirteen years. years. There's a yeah. reason why that guy has a job still, and it's not because he goes and catches balls. Nope, it's not blocks, because he runs great routes. <laughs> it's because he he blocks well and he plays within the system well he's one of those guys who helps you out doesn't do anything flashy but he makes your offense work and that's what robert woods did for the los angeles rams and one of the reasons why we were so good last year and we weren't as well i'll call it unbalanced with the cooper cup situation um because he could make up that other half which i don't see Allen robinson doing Allen Robinson is a less talented Odell Beckham who can't block as well. Oh, but you got that other yeah. white dude, number nineteen, Skoranek. Uh, yeah, he's Skoranek. actually he's a uh, he's actually from Indiana, believe it or not. He's from Fort Wayne. Yep, he's from Fort Wayne. Um, high school, high school played high school football in Fort Wayne. So Schneider or uh, I think it was Schneider. I think it was Schneider. Fort Wayne. It was either Schneider or um, what's the other Fort Wayne? Dwanger. Dwanger, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah. He's he's one of those guys that's kind of like Robert Woods. He blocks well, does the right things in your offense to make it work, and that's something we miss with Robert Woods. I miss Robert Woods, Bobby Trees. We miss you. Come back, please. You know what I miss? Having a good Colts organization. <laughs> 
You know, it's about time. You had 20 years of, of well, I should say 15 years of success, on on absurd amount of success. You kind of just have Here's to Here's the problem. Out. I sat through worst teams before Peyton Manning, whose quarterbacks were Jim Harbaugh, Jack Trudeau, Art Schleister, Jeff George. Like I've yeah. been through one in 15 seasons. Uh, I'm with you. So I've done that. You know, uh, these Fairweather Colts fans, I've seen worse. I saw a team that hated Jeff George so much when they snapped the ball, the offensive line would stand up and put their arms together because Jeff George was a dick and they just wanted him to get sacked. Yep. Yeah. God. Yeah. I love football season, but I am going to I'm going to bet a bunch of parlays tomorrow night. To hopefully, I hit yeah. because Philip Lindsay is coming back to the Denver Broncos, and Philip Lindsay is going to run for 150 yards tomorrow night in his return. He's not, but he'll get a touchdown. I hope so. I mean, yeah. Matt Ryan will throw revenge game for him. Matt Ryan will throw for 400 yards with one TD and three picks and two fumbles. Yeah, or or fumbles like Trevor Lawrence. Russell Wilson will say something stupid and get his team not fired up and look yeah. like an absolute clown. He's, God, Thursday night football sucks. It does. It's not good. This Especially week. It's on, since it's on Prime now. Yeah, we got we got Mister Blow the Lead and Mister Cringe. What a game! Bet the what under, boys. Bet the yeah. under. Yeah. Under on everything. Bet the under. No one wins. Yeah. Well, you've wasted another great hour listening to the Dream 3 podcast. We thank you very much, as always. Remember, you can always download us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. As always, thank you to our sponsors, MySlabs. You know the taglines by now. Check out our friends at MySlabs, our friends at Slab Savers, our friends at Graded Card Solutions and Nation Golf. We, we post it. We see it every single day. Or you guys see it all the time. You guys listen to it. You know what our sponsors do for us, and you know what they can do for you. Um, so use them. It's all about the hobby and promoting the hobby. If you can make it to the Midwest Monster this weekend, you should go. If you're betting on football, don't bet on the Colts on Thursday night. Yeah. Bet, and, bet under on everything on that. Bet under on everything. Take the Denver defense. Well, Take everything, Denver. All right, and then next time we'll get uh, we'll try to get us a guest, Dujane or Josh, or hey, we might pull one of our card friends, or maybe Squince or Alex. Yeah, yeah they can talk about the Detroit Lions and how much they suck too. Oh yeah, we love to listen to their heartbreak. So their offense looks great. Their defense yeah, looks they, well. Yeah, they have the number one like scoring offense in the league and the number thirty-two scoring defense in the league. <laughs> That's not how you win football games, folks. That's Let's go Lions. Happens. All right. Until next time, this has been episode number 45 of the Dream 3 Podcast. We'll t- check y'all later. Yeah.